Hi, this is Roy Jones with Man Talk Radio Podcast. Our mission is to break down the walls of race and denomination. Your chosen Truth Radio broadcast will be starting in just a few seconds. Thank you. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Oh, it's going to be a very awesome Kingdom Pursuits, a little bit different in that we're going to be getting calls from all sorts of different people throughout the show, but... First off, and for the whole show, we've got Tony Christ, or is it Christ? Am I, I always want to, am I got it right, Tony? It, yes, you do. It's Chris. That's what it's I thought. <laughs> Tony Christ, although when you see it in writing, it, it looks like Christ. But And he is the author of, I met him at the NRB, and he is the author of a book that's called The Immigrant, which I, you know, it's interesting how God kind of, um, has this book for such a time as this because it really gives you an idea of a lot of genocide that has gone on and perhaps why we can see now in the Ukraine that the people are willing to fight the way that they are because they've they've faced similar things. But Tony, your your own story about this book is 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 really amazing. Yes, sir. It, it, it's it's a hundred years old, but it's just so relevant to today. Yeah, yeah, as, as, as you can hear this, and again, we're going to get into it here in a minute, of, now, it was your your father or your grandfather? Yeah, our immigrant uh, was my father, that's correct. And he was in Greece, right? Uh, they were taken over by the Turks uh, at the tail end of the, of the Christian Holocaust, uh, which uh, broadly dated 1909 to 1923, although there was extreme prejudice uh, going on after afterwards too. Right. In so you can hear world. him use a word I'd never heard before. I, I was at the NRB, the Christian Holocaust, and we're going to get a lot into that and and a lot of what Tony's book's about, as, as well as several other topics. But you know, it's Kingdom Pursuit, so. You know, Tony, you just have to endure my humor for a minute as as we get through this um, this part of the show where, you know, I get to tell my jokes and ask my riddles. So, speaking of Im- immigrant, Carmen, you know, I, I heard about this Polish immigrant who went to the DMV to apply for a driver's license. And after filling out his paperwork, he had to take an eye exam, and the clerk showed him a card like they do, you know, with an eye exam, and it had the letter C-Z-W-I-X-N-O-S-T-A-C-Z. And the clerk said, can you read this, sir? And he said, read it. That's my uncle. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, and you may wonder about this one, Carmen. What do you call an illegal immigrant living in Sweden? I'm not sure, Robbie. Let me know. That would be an artificial sweetener. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe this one will get you. How did the immigrant coronavirus get to America? I don't know. It flew Delta. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Tony. That was a little bit funny. I yeah. Don't know. All right. So, 
here's the actual riddle so you can call in and win today since we've punished you not enough is what verse or what does the verse 119 let me say this right what does the verse in the 119th psalm ask god not to hide from an immigrant i love this verse by the way what does the verse in the 119th psalm ask god not to hide from an immigrant and while you're thinking about that i, I got no one, one more joke for you carmen all right let What's, me hear it where is the worst place to hide in a hospital I don't know. Hey, you got any idea, Tony? Where's the worst place to hide in a hospital? Um, I see you. There you go. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know that's terrible. My daughter actually worked for this. Oh my God. Yeah, that's the worst place to hide. But meanwhile, Carmen, if they can guess what verse, what does the verse in the 119th Psalm ask God not to hide from an immigrant? Tell them what they'll win. They'll win one of our wonderful books in the kingdom. Pursuits Prize Bowl. Right, right, which we are filled that up tremendously at the NRB. So we're so excited to have you with us. And if you can answer that one, I'm actually going to be very, very thrilled to share with you, um, you know, what does God and, not, and Robbie, not hide I can from? Throw, Robbie, I can throw in a couple of books, The Immigrant, into your prizes if that interests you. Oh, it does. It I'll, always I'll does. Mail them. I'll have to mail them to you, though, so it would take a few days. Well, we will send you the address of the uh, of the winners, and they can we'll send it to them directly. And okay. and and not to mention, I'm going to be really impressed and just thrilled to death when you call in and answer this one eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. I will give you a small hint because it is a bit hard. It is in the Gimmel section that he talks directly that the that, that, that the psalmist asked God to do something for the immigrant. And you might guess it has something to do with hiding. So, Tony, the Christian Holocaust, that, that name just, wow, it just, like, what is that? Well, uh, you know, it began in, on April 25th in 1909 in Adana, Turkey, at the American Christian College for Girls, which was run by Presbyterian ministers, and uh, a priest named Father Thrubridge. And uh, it, it wasn't actually a college. Uh, it existed for over 50 years, and it was a high school for girls. And it ended uh, in Smyrna, the seaport city, uh, on the Aegean, on September 10th, 1922. Uh, And uh, estimated 4 million out of 5.5 million Christians were slaughtered, tragically, and a million one escaped. And uh, so the population of Christians in the land where Christianity began was reduced from five and a half million to four hundred thousand. Wow! And so, what happened at that at that girls Christian girls school? Do you know? Well, they were over uh, the town itself, Adana, Turkey, uh, was overrun, and only the Christian neighborhoods were burned to the ground. Uh, the Jewish and Muslim neighborhoods were left alone, 
The school was overrun, burned down. There were a number of deaths. Uh, and uh, uh, in all, there were near uh, 40,000 Christians died in, at that beginning uh, assault. And, 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 and where, then, where was your father in this? My father was on an island right at the mouth of the Dardanelles uh, that dates back to Homer called Imbro, and it's offshore of Turkey, <clears throat> and uh, it was taken over by the Turks, uh, and uh, I mean, like I said, Homer talked about it uh, 800 B.C., and he referred to it 1200 B.C., and they had uh, seven villages on the island. They had uh, three priests and a bishop in the Orthodox faith. Uh, one thing he said when he was a child, they left all their doors open. Uh, they never even had locks. And uh, uh, they were mostly agrarian. It was mostly agricultural. And uh, uh, it was taken over. And, uh, you know, the, the economy was obliterated. Everything went downhill. And his father, uh, who was apparently a very close friend of the bishop, uh, told him uh, to try to go to America and uh, said that's the only place you'll be free. So he left home at age 13 and uh, uh, he started his odyssey. It took him 14 years to get out of Turkey. Wow. And, uh, We're going to leave him there? It's still in Turkey like... I, you know, this is just mind-blowing to me. I imagine many of you have never heard of of these events, but like, oh my goodness, so many. But, but an amazing story of how God comes through. It's the book is called The Immigrant. It's by Tony Christ. You can find that at KingdomPursuits.com. We come back. We'll have more of this story as well as some other callers calling in. So stay tuned. We got so much more Kingdom Pursuits. Come- Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. We've got Tony Christ with us. He's the author of The Immigrant. Right now, we have the host of The Christian Perspective on every morning on the Truth Network, Chris Hughes. And Chris, you've got a big event coming up. Exciting to be on your show today. We have a huge event coming up in Memphis, Tennessee on Saturday, April 30th, just a week away, called the Culture Engagement Summit. It's going to be great. The Culture Engagement Conference. And, and so how do people um, register, or what, what's the information on that, Chris? Well, Robbie, if, if people go to citizensforamericafoundation.com, that's citizensforamericafoundation.com, there's a button at the top of the page that says Summit, and if you click that, uh, you can learn all about it. It starts in, it's on the campus of Mid-America Baptist Theological Seminary in Memphis, Tennessee, on Saturday, April 30th. You can register for as cheap as $15, which includes a free lunch. And some of the best speakers in the world are, are going to be there. Uh, Dr. Robert Jeffers, you know, America's pastor, I think. Some people call him Mark Meadows, the former congressman and former chief of staff to President Donald Trump. Uh, Trevor Loudon, a famous journalist. Scott Klusendorf, who is probably the best apologist on the abortion issue in the country. Uh, nationally syndicated radio show host Todd Starnes. Uh, Rosie Orozco, this lady was a congresswoman from Mexico, Robbie, and she 
is now uh, like an international ambassador to try to prevent human trafficking because there's such a terrible sex trade of kidnapping children in Mexico and bringing them to the United States. Rick Green with the Patriot Academy. More than 30 speakers, Robbie. It is going to be an incredible event. And really, Robbie, the purpose is to train Christians to understand what they believe and why they believe it from a biblical perspective. In other words, what does the Bible say about traditional family? Is abortion really a sin? Is homosexuality and transgender a sin? Do we have a right to defend ourselves under the Second Amendment? And how do we tell other people about Jesus? So many crucial issues will be addressed that day to equip the Christian to specifically develop a biblical worldview and then hopefully take that into the arena of public policy and, and politics and elect godly men and women to public office who will pass laws that honor God. And again, you can go to citizensforamericafoundation.com and learn more. And Robbie, I got a special treat for your listeners. I, I don't normally do this, but, but I love your show, Kingdom Pursuits, touches people all over the country. So if you're listening to Kingdom Pursuits, you do it today. You got to do it today. Go to citizensforamericafoundation.com, click on the summit button, and then go to register. And when you register, type in the promotional code AFA. That's AFA. And Robbie, for your listeners only, they'll get a free ticket to the conference to see all the speakers and free lunch if they go type in that code today, a special gift for Kingdom Pursuit listeners. Wow. That's just type in the, the, the code AFA once you go there. And give them the website one more time, Chris. Yes, it's citizensforamericafoundation.com, citizensforamericafoundation.com. And just look at it as a personal gift from Robbie Dillmore of Kingdom Pursuits. That is so awesome. Chris, thank you so much for sharing that with our listeners. It sounds like an absolutely amazing group of people are going to be there speaking, like all those in one place at one time. Wow, that's awesome. It's, it's unreal how God has blessed us with so many great men and women of God, more than 30 speakers. So there will be general sessions in the morning and the afternoon, and then breakout sessions between 11 and 2, and you'll get a chance to, to choose between about 30 different breakout sessions during that time. It's just going to be a Incredible day of godly men and women digging into God's Word and helping us develop a, a Christian perspective. Well, thank you so much, Chris. God bless, and we'll look forward to what happens. You guys thank have, you, Robbie. Thanks for letting me be here. Oh, you're welcome. Great talking with you. Bye bye. All right. When we left our hero, he was still on the island on a on an adventure. So we got the author. He's Tony Christ with the book The Immigrant, and right escaping what I did not know was the Christian Holocaust. That happened starting out in in 1909 and went on for sounded like oh what 12 years. Yes, sir, that's correct, Robbie. One thing I'll mention: his father gave him a little coin that had been in their family for generations and told him it had a piece of the cross in it. And I still have that coin. He wore it. It had a little ring around it and a hook, and he wore it on his T-shirt to the day he died. Really, immigrant. But I want to say this just from the outset. I want to thank you so much for having an interest in our story uh, and, uh, and, help, and helping us get attention to it. And I, I think on Amazon, our book is under my, my birth name, and only my mother really called me. It is Anthony. Anthony Christ called the immigrant under Anthony Christ. Uh, but everybody calls me Tony. Yeah. So he did, he, he did leave home. And I don't want to tell you, uh, I don't want to give away too much of the story. I will say 
a couple of things. He, he was brought up in a very Christian environment of service. And ironically, he got to America by serving his enemies. And it came up a number of times. Uh, he, uh, he was a survivor of the Rendell bombing at the Fair Palace Hotel. He couldn't get a job at first. He lived in a bathtub uh, as a young boy, a delivery boy, self-taught himself French, finally got a job as a busboy at the Para Palace to become a waiter. He waited uh, uh, on uh, a number of dignitaries there. Uh, later, uh, after the Rendell bombing during World War II, uh, he was conscripted in the work battalions of young Christian men, almost died. Uh, he uh, survived that. They were called Amila Tabura. They were started in 1915 by Kamal Mustafa Ataturk, and they were essentially concentration camps. Year later, years later, Goebbels told Hitler uh, to start concentration camps, and he used them as an example and, and he said uh, uh, there, there, were, there were no consequences in Turkey when they were done, and, and ironically. Uh, and uh, he did survive it by serving his enemy. He was brought to the uh, Pasha. So, so let's go back just for a second because it's a little confusing. So we're talking about World War I, not World War II. Well, it stands that. Now, the story starts at the end of the Christian Holocaust. So although uh, our immigrant was born during World War I, it starts when he's a very young boy in 1922, uh, right at the end of the Holocaust. Right, right, and, right. And, and so when I was... But I, I wanted to get back to the to the concentration camps because that, that kind of also blows my mind. So there in Turkey, there were in these... 19, 1915, yes, sir. They Kamal were concentrated... Right, there were concentration camps, not unlike what Hitler would model his after. Correct. But these concentration camps were for Christians? Correct. And uh, they were called Amila Tabura. <laughs> they were banned in 1923. And then uh, after Ataturk died in 1937, a guy named Inouye took over. Now, this was the time our immigrant was working and becoming a waiter at the Para Palace Hotel in the Agatha Christie Ballroom. Wow. All true. But I, and I love that. Love that how you go back to that time and again, and you, and you did that when I interviewed you before, that, that your father, our immigrant, the hero of the story, served his enemies. Right? Here are these people. You know, he had to grow up in a culture where everybody had to be terrified of these people as they had done so many atrocities to his family and friends and yet he found himself in a position to serve him. And I'm wondering, you know, because, you know, the, these stories are all in the book. But as, as his son, how did your dad share that story with you? Well, and I'm going to be very honest about it. Uh, there was a group called the Constantinopolitans, which were survivors. And this is in the 1990s. My dad told me very little tidbits about it. My, his sister, my aunt after my dad had passed, gave me most of the details. Uh, most of the people that were survivors didn't talk about it. Uh, that was my experience. To, to any detail, now, he did tell me when he was a young child, uh, 
He saw a Christian hanging with a sign that said he stole a chicken when he walked to school, and he only went through the fourth grade. Uh, he self-taught himself French. He spoke five languages, uh, all self-taught. And, uh, uh, and he eventually got to America as a butler to the Turkish ambassador, serving his enemy. Brought his brothers and sisters over later and enjoyed freedom. So uh, although your father didn't talk about, uh, obviously, the events of his own odyssey, he did teach you about Jesus. Uh, we, he, he was very quiet, man. Uh, he wasn't a talkative man, but uh, he, nor was he a political person. But uh, by example, he did. You know, he would volunteer at church a lot. He, uh, you know, we were in, uh, had a small food restaurant. He would take, uh, you know, food there to donate for, for festivals quite a bit. And he, he wasn't in the church bureaucracy, but everybody knew him. But another neat, neat part of the story from my perspective for our listeners, again, the book is called The Immigrant, and it's by Anthony Christ, um, which looks like Christ when you see it, but it is Christ. But yeah. uh, I wanted to get to the neat thing is, it's, is well, there's lots of, the, the story is unbelievable, but the story of the book to me is also just awesome because, you know, originally you wrote the book, but it took your daughter to kind of get it off the ground. Yes, sir. It took us 20-some years. I'd written the book 20 years ago. If you notice, Earl Hamner from the Walden signed the back, and the Archbishop of North and South America signed the back. And there's a subplot story throughout the book of his childhood friend, him and the Archbishop, which deserves mention, too, and ended up with Martin Luther King. So I hate we got to go to another break before we get to the story of how this book from 20 years ago ends up... You know, for such a time as this, just absolutely beautiful. When we come back, so much more Kingdom Pursuits coming up. Thank you. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom today. We're so blessed to have with us Anthony Christ. He's the author of The Immigrant, as well as now we've got um, Dwight Gullion with Gullion's Christian Supply. Dwight, you guys got a big event coming up. Supposed to have Dwight, but he's got a problem with that phone line, so we're going to go back to Anthony. (laughs) We're going to try to go back to Anthony. Um, As sometimes happens here at Kingdom Pursuits, our phones are struggling, but um, we've had a little of these challenges as we are working through uh, this changeover. If we're getting all sorts of new technology for our studios, and Carmen, if you can put Tony back on, he's <laughs> it's, as long as you're talking to him, there you go. Okay. So welcome back, Tony. Um, sorry, we had a I'm little here. technical difficulty there for a minute, but when we um, left our story, uh, Dwight Gullion was going to be calling in. Apparently, we had trouble with his phone or something. But I'm curious. Um, tell us how we ended up. A, you were talking about that the book was written 20 years ago, and then what happened? Well, we had a tragedy, a family tra- tragedy, Robbie. Uh, we lost our son uh, to a heroin overdose as a senior at, at University of Virginia. 
And I did nothing with the book. And uh, 20 years later, last, uh, uh, last in late 2019, to be precise, 2020, my daughter wanted her granddad's story to get out there. And she was an English and econ major. And, and we redid it. And we did, uh, didn't have the ability 20 years ago to, to put it up ourselves anywhere. And we put it on Amazon. So we have had tragedy in our family, too. But one thing to, to uh, uh, well, that's, that's just the truth of it. Well, I just, you know, I think it's spectacular that God brings that kind of healing to your family, right? That, um, you know, my dear, I have a dear, dear, dear friend who was just actually on the air with me, Bob Young, who lost his son to a heroin overdose. Um, actually, um, on... It was uh, his his business was called 109, and so his his son died on the 9th of January, um, which was just you know kind of just obviously six in all our minds. Is it's unthinkable to to think of losing a child. So here you just written this book, and I'm sure Bobby, you were excited about what it was doing. Go ahead, go ahead, Anthony. Those, those are those are my two passions. I wrote a concert called Brian's Christmas Songbook. We performed the concert for 8, 9, 10, and 11-year-olds with the Mid-Atlantic Symphony Orchestra around Christmas. It's a Christian-based concert. Uh, I could send you a CD of that, too. Uh, it, uh, we, we, we try to touch them while they're in the developmental stage. I send George Washington to their elementary schools with a certificate of attendance and an activity pack. We asked them to go through the activity pack and to sign the certificate, which says, I promise not to do drugs. The activity pack, the first page, says, draw a picture of freedom. And so it, it, it's my way to mitigate, on one level, to mitigate my own guilt and my pain. It helps me to do the concert. We believe we raise the money in charity, and we believe if we can have one kid, one child, out of anywhere from 1,100 to 1,500. Uh, they bust in Worcester County, Maryland. They bust the kids on school buses to us. If we can have one child go on the straight and narrow, it's worth every bit of the $50,000, particularly wow. in these days. So I that, that passion, and then my father with his story, and I want to get getting back to the story, I want to say that so much addresses today. It addresses wokeness. It addresses persecution, prejudice, and, of course, immigration, and more than anything, freedom. Uh, the story uh, directly speaks to today. And, you know, you know, Robbie, one thing that's bothered me in the last 20 years, most of the heroes today, you know, they can fly or they have supernatural powers and everything. And we need to get—I've had a strong feeling, and all, most of my effort is to try to— uh, interest somebody. That's why we're at NRB into making a movie. Uh, we want people to see a, a, a person, a, a hero they can identify with that, that's human, that, that's more like a, a, a person, not not a supernatural thing. And uh, I think that the last generation uh, hasn't had much of that. Yeah, I, I, that's that's wild. So we finally, we have Dwight Gullion back with us. Hopefully his phone will work. So, Dwight, you're on Kingdom Pursuits this time, I hope. Yes, I am. Hey there. 
And Dwight, you guys next Saturday have got a big event over there, right? Oh my, yes, we are certainly excited. It's um, 30, 30 years of uh, ministry here in the uh, Triad, and um, the April twenty eighth through the thirtieth. They're the last or the three days of our celebration, last three days of the month, and uh, we are going to have a big time. We're really excited about uh, all the stuff we've got planned. So what we're talking about is Gullion's Christian Supply. And they are, you got two locations, right? You got, and both of them are in, involved in the celebration? Oh, yes, right. Here in King, uh, in the King Shopping Center, right behind Town and Country Restaurant. And then out in Statesville is on Turnersburg Highway, Highway 21 North. And uh, yes, we have uh, both stores are doing it. It, it. What it'll be is on the uh, 28th and 29th. It will be uh, every person that comes in will be able to purchase any item that they wish at 30% off. If you got five people in your family, all five of you can get something 30% off. And um, then on the 30th, every 30 minutes, oh, it, the, that, well, that discount will continue. That sale will continue on the 30th. Uh, but then every 30 minutes on the 30th, that's next Saturday, every 30 minutes we'll be giving away a $30 gift certificate. To uh, in a drawing, plus other drawings and other uh, merchandise that will be given away, and there will be food and lots of fun and music and just all kinds of good times. But uh, yeah, so that's a lot of that's every half an hour, and you guys open up what time next Saturday? Uh, open at ten. We're open ten till seven here in King, ten till six there in Statesville. So that'll be starting at it'll but the first drawing will be at ten thirty, run till five thirty. And so I was just thinking myself, Dwight, if I, my daughter's graduating actually in Birmingham, so I won't be here, but I was going to say, man, anybody that needs any kind of graduation gift or birthday gift, I mean, what a great opportunity to go over to Gullions. I mean, if, you know, hang around for an hour and a half, you got three chances to win $30 and they walk out of there with your gift. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So what an opportunity. Again, Gullions Christian Supply. So you guys have so many different things, not just, you know, books like a lot of people understand, but you guys also are the homeschool headquarters. You have music. You have wonderful gifts and all sorts of neat stuff. Clothes, right? Oh, yeah. we have. In fact, I just expanded here recently our uh, Christian Witness T-shirt selection, and we've got hats and uh, hoodies and, you know, ties if anybody wears a tie anymore. And uh, just all kinds of good witness wear. We got, you know, license plates and yard signs, and, and we have a health section. And we call it the Health Depot with uh, supplements for temple maintenance. But uh, yes, used books, uh, great prices on used books, just as competitive as buying them online. And then, of course, the, the best new books and lots of good materials, uh, Sunday school materials, teaching aids, and of course, lots of Bibles. Yeah, and so as of, I guess that's Thursday, it starts, that it's 30% yeah, off? Friday, Saturday, right, 28th, 29th, and 30th. So Thursday, you can show up. You can come all three days. If you want, if you got a family of five and and you come in and want uh, each of you get something for 30% off on Thursday, then you can come back on Friday and do it again. Right, and then show up on Saturday, and every half hour you're giving away $30. So right, and you can use your $30 gift card against something that is discounted by 30%. If you, um, oh, wow, if so... Your, there you go. Double the savings just right there. <laughs> Gullion's Christian Supply. And if you've never been there, you're missing out because it's just, you know, it's just a, a local resource, right, where you can find so many cool things. And I just love walking around and looking at the art. So once again, give them the locations, Dwight. 
at the King at the King Shopping Center and in Statesville on Highway 21. Oh, there yeah, you go. Well, we, we're looking forward to it. We'll be right back with more from Tony Anthony Christ and the book The Immigrant. And we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And we are so blessed, really, that uh, Anthony Christ is here with us today. The, the book is The Immigrant. And for those of you who, I, I guess I, I stumped you with my difficult riddle. Carmen, have you, have you figured out what the verse is? <laughs> Which, by the way, I love this verse and has everything to do with immigration, and it's in the 119th Psalm, and you might speak to it if you want to, Tony. It says, we are strangers on the earth. Hide not your commandments from us. And, and the idea is when you're an immigrant, which we all are because this isn't home, <laughs> right, that we need a map, man. How do we make our way around this crazy place? And I just love, love, love this story of Anthony's father, of Tony's father, Um that he couldn't be more lost, yet he just kept serving his enemies. He kept following Christ, and 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 he ended up with this beautiful family. Um, that that I just think is it's a spectacular story. Again, the book is called The Immigrant. But Tony, I love that 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 uh, verse in the in the Gimel section of the 119th Psalm. We're strangers on the earth. Earth, hide not your commandments from us. Right. Are you still with me, Tony? Well, maybe Tony called in on another line. <laughs> oh, I got to tell you, there's challenges with these new systems and all that's going on here. But, you know, I appreciate you all listening so much. And, uh, you know, the, the opportunity to um, share with you guys Obviously, these riddles all the time. And let's see who we got here. So let's see. It says, oh, it's Brashan calling in now. <laughs> we lost Tony, but now we have Brashan from the F Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So welcome, Brashan. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. Nice to have, nice to, thanks for having me on this morning. Thanks nice to be here. Sure, sure. So what you got going on with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes? Wow, well, we have a FCA skills challenge with the Junior NBA. Uh, it's going to be happening next Saturday, April the 30th, for boys and girls ages 8 to 13. So we're excited about uh, that opportunity for uh, boys and girls in that age group, 8 to 13, to come out and learn some skills and also go through the Junior NBA skills challenge for a chance to go to New York City on an all-expense-paid trip. So the Junior NBA Challenge, tell me about that. What is that? So it's a program that helps improve the fitness levels of these boys and girls, and it focuses on five essential fundamental skills in basketball, shooting, layups, passing, dribbling, and the one that we all love, defense. 
<laughs> and so, <laughs> I actually first. do love defense. So, I used to love to block shots because I'm six five and I blocked more than my fair share. So, yeah. I, but but anyway, go yeah. ahead. No, and so um, what we'll do in the portion of the clinic is we'll go, we'll work on all those different those five fundamental skills: the shooting, the passing, the dribbling, and help uh, the young people to get as uh, improve those skills as much as possible. And then on the backside we're going to have a skills challenge where they have a time limit to use those skills. So they'll dribble through cones. They'll have to hit so many jump shots working on their, you know, their shot. They'll hit so many layups in 30 seconds. And they'll also uh, work on their footwork. And they'll also work on passing and hitting the target. And they'll have, it'll all be time. And of course, in the less amount of time you do it, the better. And uh, we'll record those scores and award certificates to the winners. And the junior NBA will give Give those folks a call to let them know that they move on to the next round. And so where is this going to be? This will be held at Calvary, Calvary Day School in their gym, uh, 134 South East Haven. That's in Winston-Salem. It'll start. Registration begins at 8 a.m. And we'll have uh, some light breakfast there for the participants. We'll have snacks throughout the day for them as well. And uh, we'll start right at 9 o'clock, and it should be over maybe not 9 to 12. And so it should people pre-register or just show up and like, next Saturday? Absolutely. So pre-registration is required online, and that registration can take place on our webpage, westerntriadfca.org, O-R-G. Again, westerntriadfca.org. Wonderful, wonderful. So, you know, hopefully um, you've got a youngster and, you know, what, what a wonderful thing. Tell us the age, age group again is between what and what? So it's for boys and girls ages 8 to 13. And um, the age is determined as of August 31st, 2022. So uh, 8 to 13 years old, boys and girls. Uh, boys will compete in the... Uh, 11 and under, and then any boys that are 13 and under, they'll compete together. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in today, Rashawn. And i got to get back to Anthony because I just have a second. Anthony, one more time. I, I hate we got cut off right near the end of the show, but can you – the book is the, called The Immigrant. We thank you so much for being on with us today. Any closing thought you can give us real quick? Yes, yes. I, I congratulate Biden for mentioning that there was a genocide – uh, among the Armenians, which is part of the Christian Holocaust. And also, I'm going to leave it open. I guarantee you'll have to read the book to find out who caused the Christian Holocaust. It was not the Ottomans. Wow, who caused the Christian the Holocaust? This is The Truth Network.